White County softball starts district play undefeated. Clay County baseball getting into a rhythm. And Cookville softball finding their way with a young team. All that and more on the High School Playbook. Welcome back here on the High School Playbook. We're talking with head coach Jerry Roberts of the White County Warriorettes softball program. Coach, a good start to the season so far, 11-5, 5-0 in district play. And of your five losses, four of them are to teams out of the state of Tennessee. How do you think the team has performed up to this point in the season? Uh, we're, we're performing uh, really well. Uh, our defense is good. Our pitching is, is, is good. Uh, it's, our, our hitting, our offense is not where um, I'd like for it to be right now, but there's some, there's some girls that are coming around and uh, starting to hit the ball a little bit better. So, uh, you know, hopefully we can get this fixed now, and then when tournament time comes and um, hopefully make it to the next next step we can our, our offense will be will be better does it make your job a little easier having a senior class that is so dominant in their respective positions i mean you got ashlyn and addison on the mound and then you have kadra hitting the ball so well stealing some bases is does it make your job pretty fun oh it it, it, def, it definitely makes it fun and makes it easier uh, when we can hand uh, addy is pitching um just unbelievable right now so it's easy to hand her the ball and you know, I tell my offense whenever she's pitching, you know, give give her three or four runs, and we're going to win a lot of ball games. You you guys have played a really tough schedule already this season. I mentioned four of your losses are from out of the state of Tennessee. Is that on purpose to try to get you guys ready for tournament time? Well, it it, it was good experience for us. Uh, I, I don't know if uh, the tournament director in Riverdale. I don't know if I, she is on my uh, Christmas list. <laughs> uh, for for next year for this year, but uh, it was definitely a good experience for our girls and good competition um, to to get us prepared and get us ready for the hopefully to the you know the next levels and to the next you know le- levels that we that we have potential to to uh, go to this year. We're talking with head coach Jerry Roberts of the White County Warriorettes softball program. Coach, you kind of talked about how fun it was to coach this senior group. Obviously, you have a lot of talented underclassmen as well. well what is the buzz like around the program this year and just inside the locker room, inside practice? What's it like this year? You guys fall in a sectional round last year, and but obviously some high expectations for this year. What's it like around the team right now? Uh, you know, we have a, we have a good uh, group of girls. Um, our expectation is um it's really high this year um like i said you know losing in the sectional rounds last year you know and 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 not moving up in class where we stayed down in class um we feel like it gives us a a a great opportunity to to get to that next level Uh, the locker room's been good uh you know i have some younger girls as well that's really performing so um the future, the future is bright. I believe for uh, Wye County softball, uh, we got some good talent coming up from eighth grade as well. So um, it's it, it'll be fun. Let's talk about district play a little bit. You just alluded to it a little bit there, saying you kind of stayed in that same same classification. But you got a pretty good district. You got Upperman in the district. You've already beat them once. You guys are five and zero in the district. How motivated is this team to get back to that sectional round? And you got to start in district play, obviously. And how motivated are they to try to just run this district? Uh, we're we're very motivated. Uh, you know, the before the year started, we came up with a motto of win one game more than last year, meaning one more 
to go to the state. So I think this team is focused. Um, I think that uh, we're playing on, like I said, playing on high, playing on high, and really performing well right now. And as far as the district, you know, we're we've been fortunate to to hand Addie the ball and and, and go out <laughs> and uh, perform the way she does and um, get us five victories. Kind of going off that mantra, what's something you guys really focused on in the off season to try to get to that one more win? Uh, just offense. You know, we felt like uh, with Addie and Ashland pitching, um, you know, we felt like our our pitching was, you know, anytime you can in softball, anytime you can dominate the circle, you're going to be you're going to be in ball games. So I felt like offensively was a was a was a point we really looked at this year. To um, to improve, and um, that's where we're at. Is that kind of what you guys have been working on this week? And <clears throat> excuse me, this week in practice is you had a game postponed yesterday, and then or two days ago, I should say, and then uh, you have a game coming up on Monday. So a little bit more time off this week. Is it kind of been working on that offense, or just kind of getting back to the fundamentals when you have an extended break like this? Well, as far as what we've been through in the first three weeks, I've given them. Uh, I've given them two days off, so um, we're going to get back at it today. Um, but we're going to hit uh, and just focus on offense and um, focus on hitting. Coach, you got Rockville coming up on Monday. What do you know about the Rockets? What do you expect to see from them? Uh, you know, they're a good program. Um, the one reason, kind of a kind of a funny story, why we we, we scheduled this game was Coach Sims, who's been a coach for White County for. 13, 14 years, uh, his granddaughter played for Rockville. So it was kind of a deal where it's kind of a fun deal for him to kind of have his daughter, his granddaughter, to come back and play at White County or on the field that's named after him as well. So, um, you know, Rockville's going to be solid. They're going to hit it. Um, they're, they're a real fundamental, uh, good good program and a good team. Lastly, Coach, what is one thing that you guys have to get a little bit better at to get to that one more game, get past that sectional round? Offense, hitting the ball. You know, we're uh, we're just we're we're struggling hitting. Um, I think that uh, hitting and offense is our is our main goal for the remainder of the season. Getting better, putting the ball in play, getting bunts down in situations. So it's um it's all it's all about offense from here on out. That's White County Warriorettes softball head coach Jerry Roberts, eleven and five on the season, five and zero in district play. They got Rockville coming up on Monday. Coach, we appreciate the time. Yes, sir. We we appreciate you. We'll go back on the high school playbook. We're talking with head coach Adam Bowden of the York Institute Dragons baseball program. Coach, a big win over Monterey the other night, thirteen to ten, but. Uh, it was a little bit closer and a little bit scarier earlier on in that game. You guys actually trailed 8-3 to three in that ball game, and then you put up a 10 spot in the top of the fifth. Are the guys finally starting to find a little bit of a rhythm? Yeah, I, I believe that they, uh, you know, we, we did not, we, you know, we the first inning, we we did not feel the ball. Um, you know, Ethan, I, you know, I told him, I said, go out there and throw strikes and locate, and he did, and when they hit the ball, our defense didn't, didn't back him up like they like they were capable of, and uh, you know we we gave them extra outs. And I told them, I said, you can't give good teams like Monterey extra outs. I said because they're going to find ways to capitalize, and they did. And you know, like I said, next thing you know, it's you look up and it's eight to three, 
And uh, we, I've, I've told them, you know, from the time that we started practice, and, you know, baseball is a marathon, it's not a sprint. And after that third inning, I said, hey, this, long, this ball game's a long way from being over. And uh, I've, I've tried to tell them, you know, hitting, hitting is contagious. And we started, you know, we got our leadoff, leadoff batter on base, and then it just kind of started, started rolling together. And uh, Blaine had two strikes on him there, and he put a good swing on one, hit a, hit a bases clearing triple, and then it just we started stringing you know, hard contact together. And that's really, it really got things going. And yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a big swing for sure. You mentioned Blaine. Uh, there's a few other basketball guys on the team and they didn't even get done until the second day of the baseball season got started on the 15th. They were still playing in the state tournament in Murfreesboro. Does it seem like they're getting back into baseball form now? Yeah. You know, we, the first two weeks we, we weren't playing, we weren't playing sound baseball. We were, we were struggling, you know, all aspects of it, and uh, we, yeah, you know, that we had to, we had to move that opening game. We had to, we played a doubleheader opening day because our boys were playing in state tournament, and uh, you know, Nick, Blaine, Eli, Andrew, and Trenton had all, they were all still in basketball. So, yeah, it took them, a, it took them a little while, and uh, you know, we got, we've got things rolling pretty good, and I think things are kind of you know, getting back to where they needed to be. But it's it's hard to step from one sport and then pretty much the next day go into to a new sport. Well, you mentioned Nick, and especially him. He actually injured his ankle right before his basketball game. They injured it the Sunday before they played on Tuesday. So I would imagine he was dealing with that even when he came back to you guys. I saw he had a home run the other night, so it seems like he's kind of getting back into the swing of things. How's his ankle? How's How's he been doing kind of coming back from that injury? Yeah, he you know, the first week you know, they played that Tuesday, and we uh, we played Crossville, and we went up to Campbell County, and uh, he he was trying to rehab that. And then last week we had we went to Sequatchie County, played Livingston, and then Oneida, and uh, you know he didn't play, we, we didn't play him at all, and uh, uh, you know that was that was a big blow because you know Nick from the time he's came in as a freshman has has provided a lot of offense for us, and you know. Obviously, his, his pitching abilities, and uh, Eli, uh, Eli Garrett, the sophomore, he uh, he came in, and when we went to Sequatchie County, um, I, I had him slated to start the game, and before the game, he said, Coach, man, my, my elbow don't feel right, so he didn't play any last week, <clears throat> but yeah, Nick's, uh, Nick's ankle is, I'm not going, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a, we've, he's been DHing when he's not pitched, he DHed Tuesday. And he pitched. Uh, he pitched Monday, but we wanted to keep his him and Eli's pitch count relatively low and, until they got back in the swing of it. And you know, we kept a we kept a a close eye on Nick's uh, on Nick's ankle. He seems, of course, you know, every time I ask him, he's like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm good, I'm good." But um, I told him, I said, you know, we can't take no chances. We don't need to make something right now. We don't need to make an, a small issue a bigger issue for later in the season. But you know, I think things are things are getting better. It's it's healing. We've We've uh, he's been taking care of it, and we we try to rest him as much as we can. I think pretty impressively, he even played forty minutes of basketball, a double OT game in their state tournament game on that injured ankle just two days after he injured it. So I can see why he's trying to get back on the mound and on the field for you guys. We're talking with head coach Adam Bowden of the York Institute Dragons baseball program right here on the high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. 
Coach, 2-2 two and two in district play. You have Jackson County coming up on Monday and Tuesday. In this district, you've added a couple teams. You've shedded a few other teams, but uh, it seems pretty even right now. Sequatchie County on top at 3-1. and one. How important are these next two games in district play going forward in the season? You know, I, I've tried to I've tried to tell our guys that we can't look we can't look in the past or look in the rearview mirror at games that we didn't play good and didn't come out with a win because there's nothing we can do. We just got to learn from it. And I really tried to reiterate that because Tuesday night when we played Squatchie County up here, you know, it was it was just a bad game. Came back played Livingston and all you know, Liv- York's you know we always want to play Livingston because they're a close team, they're a good team, and we get better by playing them. And we came out and, you know, it was six nothing after the third inning. And, uh, I learned a lot about our team right then because we came back and we could, we could have got blew out again, but we ended up coming back and made it seven to three. Uh, and then we played a, a good Oneida team. Um, so I was like, we just got to take one game at a time and, you know, keep our eyes straight ahead and focus on the next game and not worry about things that are out of our control. Um, cause I knew this district, even though it is new, relatively new. Um, I knew they were going to be good. These teams have, have had, you know, historically they've been, they've had deep runs in the playoffs and, you know, I knew they were going to be good. Uh, but we just got to focus on one game at a time. We've got to take care of the things we can control. And we got to, I, I tell them before every game, we got to do three things. We, our pitchers got to locate their pitches, those strikes. Defense got to make the routine plays and make some of the extraordinary plays when they can. And we've got to make good solid contact. No, no weak ground balls and special fly balls and I feel like we we've, we've done a pretty good job of that this week um defensively we've we've got to get better but uh pitching wise I've been real pleased this week that's head coach Adam Bowden with the York Institute Dragons baseball program coach we appreciate the time good luck going forward in the season I appreciate it Welcome back here on the High School Playbook. We're talking with head coach Dustin Williams of the Upperman Bees softball program. Coach, a good start to the season for you. 7-3, and 2-1 and one in district play. We're supposed to play to cap a couple of days ago. That one gets postponed. So we go back to your last three games and uh, some pretty good games for you. 14-0, 15-0, and 16-0 wins. What's working so well for the girls right now? Uh, just uh, anytime you get started and then early in March, uh, usually the first few weeks of the season, your pitchers are normally ahead of your hitters. It takes a while uh, to kind of get uh, caught caught up. But when, when you do that, um, you know, around about late March, early April, usually things start coming into play a little bit easier for us. And um, they just, they've done a really good job at the plate um, the last few games. Obviously, the pitcher's working pretty well. Like you mentioned, the hitter's kind of getting into the swing of things. And I kind of wanted to ask about the three losses as well. Three very good teams, White County, 2-1, to one, Carnes, 5-3, to, to and Farragut, 4-1. to one. So you're not losing those games by a whole lot and playing them pretty close. How do you think those losses might help you later on down the road? Um, uh, you, they're invaluable for us to be able to go and compete against quality opponents. Um, always try to set my schedule up where, um, you, you know, there's a mix of that really good quality opponents. Our district's really good. You always like to throw in a few games uh, to help your confidence as well throughout the season. So um, I, I think that you can't put a price tag on on playing better competition. Um, if you want to compete for district championships, region championships, 
sub-state state tournament appearances, you're not going to do yourself any favors going and beating teams down and winning 25, 30 games a year and then not even be able to get out of your own district. So I think those are important for us and, and really good learning tools as we move forward and, and try to go out and compete against the highest quality of opponents that we can. Coach, you have a good amount of basketball players on this softball team, and obviously they were playing pretty late in their season, winning a state championship, and then kind of going on, uh, I guess you could consider their state championship parade, similarly to how a professional team will go on a parade. So they've been celebrating that, and rightfully so. It was a pretty incredible feat. But uh, it seems like there's really been no layover for those girls who played basketball and transitioned into softball. Why do you think that is? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's funny. You look back the years that our softball team uh, or the years that our basketball team have made deep runs, which is almost annually um, winning state championship three times in the last uh, handful of years. Usually it takes a a small transition period to get some of those players who are, you know, contributors to our program back on the same page. Um, The years that, you know, they've been eliminated early in, in the region tournament or whatnot. Um, they've had several weeks with us before the season, and, and we've had that time to bridge that gap. But um, this group has done a really good job just coming in from day one and putting their nose to the grindstone. Of course, Abigail Johnson and Jayla Cobb were starters for us last year. Um, uh, Addison McElhaney has come in this year as a freshman and, and has been a, a starter since she's come back with us. So they've just done a really good job of coming in and, and knowing that uh, it's going to take hard work, effort, and attitude to, to get back into the lineup and, and to make you know contributions as quickly as they have. We're talking with head coach Dustin Williams of the Upperman B softball program right here on the high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, I asked Coach Shanks this last week on the high school playbook. Obviously, there's a lot of buzz around the Upperman B's just athletics in general. Football team goes deep. Girls basketball team wins a state title. Boys basketball team had some pretty uh, high expectations for this season as well. Baseball team's performing well. Softball team is performing well. Do you think having that buzz kind of around the school helps your team in, in the confidence and motivation factor area absolutely uh we we talk about it a lot um anytime that we feel like um and this is maybe more psychological than than anything but uh, i try to make sure my girls understand the fact that anytime that you know you're playing against somebody and you've got up and across the front of your jersey you're going to get people's best games um you know we we've been fortunate enough to, to be able to have some success at softball um, the last handful of years and kind of got it training in the right direction, I think, consistently. Uh, Coach Shanks with the baseball program is doing that. Obviously, Coach Kane with the football program has done that for the last four years. And then Bobby and Dane, of course, I played for Bobby in high school, so I know the expectation of, of, of what the athletics program is about, not only on the field but off the field as well with, you know, we just all the time talking about the accountability and responsibility of wearing that jersey and what comes with that as far as, you know, your actions in the classroom, actions out in town, actions with being away from the field as well. So I'm really proud um, of, of our athletics program, just proud of our our, our athletes and especially our, our softball players. Um, I can't say enough about them. Of our four seniors this year, We've got the salutatorian, uh, the fourth and fifth uh, honors. Uh, so three out of our um, three of our seniors are graduating in the top five of their senior classes. So just really proud for everything that that they're doing on and off the field. 
Coach, on the field, who are some players that are playing well? Uh, we're, I mean, we're led by our seniors. Um, we have four seniors. Um, Leah McElhaney is, is our um, number one pitcher. Uh, she's done a great job for us. Went 4-0 last week in the circle for us. Um, Allie Jennings um, is a senior for us. She's our starting shortstop, bats in the three-hole. She does a great job for your starter. Uh, J.C. Sweeney is the same way. She's going on to play college softball at Ball State. She's our second baseman and also plays shortstop when Allie pitches. And uh, Mel Pride, um, she's our third baseman. She started every game of her career uh, at third base for us and bats in the cleanup spot. And she's uh, she decided she you know, she very easily could play college softball, but she decided to take. Uh, her academics first. I can't blame her. She signed a scholarship to go to Yale in the yeah. Ivy League, and she's gonna she's gonna go do that path, and she's gonna do great things as well. So can't say enough about our our senior class. Um, they they kind of get us, you know, started, and then it trickles down. We got a really good junior and sophomore class, a good freshman class with some with a couple players who are contributing already as freshmen. So um, kind of balanced, but it starts with our seniors. That's head coach Dustin Williams with the Upper Bees softball program. Seven and three on the season, two and one in district play. They have Jackson County coming up on Monday. Coach Williams, we appreciate the time. Good luck going forward in the season. Hey, Jake, thank you very much, and I appreciate what you do for our program and for our uh, student athletes. Welcome back here on the High School Playbook. We're talking with Clay County head baseball coach Lee Bowles of the Bulldogs. Coach, four and two on the season. You're two and zero oh in district play so far. Just one game this week. Back on Monday, fell to Cumberland County up in Kentucky, three to one. Let's break that one down a little bit. You guys have had a lot, a good amount of close games this season, scoring a lot of runs. But this one, one of the few losses so far in the season. The offense a little hard to come by in that game. Yeah, it really was, Jacob. You know, we couldn't really uh, we couldn't put the bat on the ball like we needed to. I just believe the main reason where it was spring break, guys kind of might have laid around a little bit on Monday, but uh, you know we had a little quick practice on Tuesday after it, and they've jailed in pretty good. So I think the next showing it'll look a lot better. Now, with the exception of the season opener when you guys lost to Smith County, you didn't have the basketball guys for that game. The pitching and defense has been very stout throughout this season. You've only allowed eight runs in the last five games combined. What has been working so well on the mound and behind them? Well, you know, when we got everybody out there with this bunch, they gel together so good. It's a great team. I mean, just uh, the boys, they interact with each other really well. They push each other hard. I mean, they push each other real hard. Pitching's been stellar. I know Friday night, you know, Jeff had a had a great game against Westmore, and that was a, a big win for us right there. But the pitching's been good all together from everybody that's been on the mound. Defense, got a great defensive group. Them guys are, them guys are solid. Hitting the ball, we was hitting the ball pretty good earlier in that week. Uh, we kind of got a little flat on Friday, and then we was a little flat on Monday. But like I say, we touched that up on Tuesday. We seen some things that, you know, helped them out a little bit and help us too. So we should be able to turn that around, be putting the bat on the ball and put that offense together better. You mentioned the offense. You guys have scored in double figures in three games this season, and not too many times you're going to say that about a baseball team, whereas a basketball team, you're going to say that a little bit more, but got a lot of basketball guys on this team. Offensively for you guys, Sawyer Kerr has been phenomenal to start this season through six games. He's hitting 733 through the first six games. How impressive has he been? Oh, man, he's been awesome. He's seeing the ball so good, and, you know, he's confident when he gets up after the plate. That's what I really like about Sawyer. Of course, Sawyer's a left-handed batter, and he's he's doing a great job for us, putting the bat on the ball, good singles, 
you know, it's good, good, well hit balls. And I know he could do it, and he is doing it this year. Very proud of him. But he ain't the only one. The uh, other guys on the team can do it too, and they will come in there and start jelling. And once we get all the nine batters in the rotation, when they start jelling like that, offensive firepower will be there. We're talking with head coach Lee Bowles of the Clay County Bulldogs baseball program. Coach, you kind of mentioned that gelling aspect to this team, and you're going to have to deal with it year in and year out because the basketball team is so good. They play so deep into March every single year. They went to the state tournament this year as they have the last few years, so you've had to deal with it every single year, and you got a lot of basketball guys on this team. Is now this week, the first week of April, kind of the time when you're able to finally start ramping things up in practice? Oh, yes, it really is. You know, we got to, you know, when we did get to basketball, boys, we rolled in the four games right after, but, you know, they hadn't really even seen the field. You know, they got out there, we got them in, they've really done a great job, you know, to have no practice, no condition in it, and they've done phenomenal. But, you know, we're rolling into April here. We're going to be playing four games a week all through the month of April. I'm thinking things are really going to start shining from them boys and the rest of the guys, too. How impressive is it, especially for those guys? I mean, Jeff Spivey is a really good baseball player as well as basketball player. Jimmy Burchett the same way. Grant Strong also plays for you. How impressive is it to transition from playing such a high level of basketball to playing some good baseball as well? Man, it is. But them guys are athletes. They're just total athletes. You put them doing anything, they're going to be able to do it. You know, they work hard. They're easy coach. So all you got to do is just lead them in the right direction. They're going to do it. So I'm very proud of them boys for everything that they have done. Now, Coach, let's talk about district play. It's a little bit different this year, a lot fewer teams, and you get to see those teams a little more frequently. Does that make it a little more intense when you have district games this season? No, not really. You know, the boys have got to play. I don't, you know, whether it's district games, non-district games, I want them to play. You know, they got to put the heart out, put effort, you know, do 100%, give themselves 100% every time they're out there. I like district games. I really do. I think, you know, it does add a little competitiveness between the schools and everything, but the boys have still just got to do their job, and they can. They know what they're doing. Well, you get Gordonsville coming up on Monday and Tuesday, and they are always very good, and that should be a really fun matchup. What do you know about the Tigers? They're playing some pretty good baseball right now as they're on spring break as well, playing down south. What do you know about them? What are they doing well this season? Well, the Tigers are a good team. You know, they've got some good pitching. They uh, they hit the ball pretty good. They run the bases really well. Our defense is good. I think it's going to be a very good game between the two of us. I really do. I think it's going to be one for, you know, a lot of people would like to watch this game. It's going to be, it's going to be tight. It's going to be a tight game, I think, but uh, it's going to be a good one, real good one. I know you guys are on spring break this week, so the practice is probably not as frequent, but what's something you guys have been focusing on in practice as you do get back into district play coming up on Monday? Well, we focused a little bit more this week on just hitting the ball solid. That was, you know, we didn't really do a good job Monday night and really didn't do the, a really good job on the Friday night against Westmore. But now the, there was some good pitching that went on. So, But we focused a lot on hitting the ball solid. If we hit the ball solid with our speed and our defense that we've got, we should be able to take care of business against anybody that we play. Lastly, Coach, we've seen it with football. We've seen it in basketball as well, and it seems like it's happening now in baseball and softball. Umpires and officials are, are starting to become a little shorthanded here in the spring. Is that something you guys have had to deal with this season yet? Well, so far we've had people there. I know that they are shorthanded, and, but now we've been able to be covered on every game that we've played. 
you know, if if there's going to be some rainouts and them are going to be made up on days, I'm sure some of them games are going to be kind of shorthanded. But like I say, so far we've had, you know, the officials for each game that we've been into. Well, that's good to hear. That's head coach Lee Bowles with the Clay County Bulldogs. They've got Gornsville coming up on Monday and Tuesday in District 7A action. Coach, we appreciate the time. Good luck coming up on Monday. Hey, thank you, and go dogs. Welcome back here on the High School Playbook. We're talking with head coach Danny Fish of the DeKalb County Tigerettes softball program. Coach, 8-5 and five on the season, 3-1 and one in district play. And, uh, Coach, how do you feel sure. the team has played so far this season? Uh, we've kind of been up and, t- up and down at times. Um, you know, we've we've played some really good softball at times, and then, you know, we've kind of been a little snake-bitten also at times. Uh, seems like we're still learning how to work together on the field and, uh, you know, make some plays and some big moments. But, you know, given we've played a really tough schedule, I feel pretty good about where we're at. Do you think there's a little bit of a transition phase? I've talked to it with a few coaches that have had to deal with basketball players coming in to play softball. You yourself have to do it yourself, coaching basketball and then going into softball. is What's that transition like for both you and for the players? Well, you know, I mean, uh, we we can only get up so many times, you know, mentally. So that's the little transition, I think, more than physically. As the kids, they got to have that kind of mental break, you know, there for a couple weeks. And, uh, and then they start to catch their stride about what they're doing, you know. And uh usually takes us, you know, a couple weeks to kind of get going to where – uh, everything feels familiar and everything, you know, feels like it's in place and working like it's supposed to. And uh, um, there's a transition period there, of course. I know that, you know, we probably have about five kids that play basketball and then play softball. A couple of them are starters. So they've not got to get that work in, you know, preseason work, reps and all that. Um, but at the same time, um, you know, many different schools deal with the same thing. I don't believe in uh, – um, just making kids play one sport, you know, if they can play a couple of different sports, then that's great. You know, both of my kids play a couple of different sports. I, I definitely believe in cross training and uh, each sports teach you a little bit different things about yourself and about games and strategies and, you know, mostly uh, different types of adversities and different types of successes in each, each sport. So I think it's overall, it's good, but there's definitely a couple of weeks there where, you know, the kids got to kind of mentally regroup. Coach, do you yourself get any rest from October to May? Absolutely not. <laughs> uh, you know, absolutely not. I mean, um, you know, we usually come in for basketball. Uh, last day of school, we'll have tryouts, you know, which is usually the state tournament week. And um, there's been multiple times. And, you know, like one time we went to the state in basketball, <clears throat> we practiced one day together as a team and then played, opened up the next night, you know, it's. I've been in the state tournament three times in softball, and it's been the same thing where we got put out in the Final Four one year, and then I had basketball tryouts and start practicing camp, you know, summer camp the next day. And, uh, you know, I get a little bit of break there in July, but, you know, we, we come in in August and we have our – we get everybody kind of sorted, and you know, into their class schedules and all that, and we'll start lifting and, you know, doing three-man three, three, three man groups, you know, after Labor Day, and then it's – like I tell people, it's on like Donkey Kong till <laughs> till the end of school. But I've done it for 21 years. Um, you know, there's been 14 years that I've been coaching two sports, and um, even when I was coaching at the college level, I always had an alternate duty. So there was always something something to do, which uh, you know I still enjoy it. And uh, when I don't enjoy the grind or don't enjoy that part of it, I know that it's probably time to take a step back. But 
But right now, you know, I enjoy working with the kids. And, uh, you know, the hardest it makes is, you know, probably on my wife because we have two kids that are very involved in athletics too. So um, it gets tough. But at the same time, you know, the rewards are uh, a lot, you know, greater than, you know, the toughness of it. We're talking with head coach Danny Fish of the DeKalb County Tigerettes softball program right here on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, you talk about the toughness. You guys play in one of the tougher districts. You deal with it in girls basketball, and now you're dealing with it in softball as well. you got the likes of Upperman, and uh, you've got the likes of White County in that district. How tough is this district, and how how much of a grind is it going from starting in November and, and here in softball season as well? I mean, it's it's uh, it's tough, but, you know, I mean, uh, we know that if we can make it through district, you know, in basketball and in softball, that we're going to be more than prepared for the postseason. Uh, just because to show you, you know, I mean, Upperman basketball was, you know, four seed rolling in the district tournament, and, you know, they end up winning the state tournament. So, uh, and, you know, with softball, Upperman, you know, is the reigning champ in our district you know, last year, and then White County coming into the district, and they were in the Cookville-Warren County district, which is, you know, pretty much a three-team race, but all three of those teams are really good. Um, so it's making it tough for us, especially like we're – I think that we're a year behind on our years versus some of those. We don't have a lot of seniors. we got two seniors and the rest are juniors and sophomores. So um, we're still learning how to, to win those big games and uh, – uh, you know, with Addie Abel at Sparta, and, you know, you got a McElhaney at, you know, uh, Upperman, and they got, you know, the Pride kid and the Jennings kid. They got a lot of good players. I mean, we're going to have to really, you know, play well. I think that we have some good players, and, you know, we got some good pitching, too. We're just, uh, it's going to be, you know, who plays the best on each one of those nights. I mean, we played white already. Uh, we had a really bad night, and, you know, propelled them into a good night, and uh, they put us on us pretty good, but we won't forget about that. We still get another shot at them, and, you know, we was looking forward to playing up them this week, but weather didn't want to cooperate, so uh, next line up for us is, you know, going to Macon, so, and that'll be a tough test, too, because Macon County's always really good at sports. Well, Coach, you kind of went through the players who are good in the district. Who are some players that are playing well for your squad so far this season? Uh, J.C. Hatfield, uh, she's our shortstop. She's been a three-time All-District player. She was an All-Mid-State player for us last year. She's hitting around 500, already got about 15 stolen bases, and she does a great job on the field. She's a verbal commit to Cumberland U, and and uh, she's you know she's been a really good player for us over the past four years. You know, our other senior is our starting catcher, um, you know Kennedy Polk. I mean, you can't say enough about having experience in those two positions, you know, and. Uh, she does a great job back there behind the plate, you know, calls the games. Uh, she's a great receiver, um, you know, and, you know, really a great friend and mentor to the pitchers because, you know, people forget about that pitcher-catcher relationship, and she's very good at that. Also, our center fielder, Morgan Walker, she was a, she was an all-mid-state player last year and an all-district player, and she's come out, you know, having a good year thus far and hitting the ball well, and she's a lefty and steals a lot of bases, and you know, covers a lot of ground in the outfield. I'd say, you know, two of the biggest surprises for us is our two freshmen. Um, Cora Kilgore on the mound, I think she's like four and two, and, you know, earned run average about 1.5, and she's doing a really good job for us. And then Brian Pelham too, she's a left-handed hitting outfielder who is really uh, – kind of came on here lately. That's head coach Danny Fish from the DeKalb County Tigerettes softball program right here on the High School Playbook. Coach, we appreciate the time. Good luck going forward in the season. Hey, I appreciate you guys. Thank you very much.
Welcome back here on the High School Playbook. We're talking with head coach Philip King of the Warren County Pioneers Baseball Program. Coach hovering right around 500 on the season. Seems like you win a couple, you lose a couple, and it's kind of gone on like that this season. What have you seen from your guys so far this season? Well, so far, you know, like you know, you and I were just talking a minute ago, we had, we had a lot of seniors last year, and so it's, you know, kind of a little re- bit of a rebuild mode, but uh, – what what I've seen is I've seen some growing pains, but I've also seen some some glimpses of what we can be. You know, I think we still have a chance when we get all of our guys healthy and we start putting the whole thing together. I think we've got a chance to be a pretty good team. Um, it's just a matter of finding that groove, finding the right mix of guys. You know, and obviously just and I think every coach would say this: the night that our pitching is good, we play, if we'll play defense behind them, we'll hit because we've had spurts of where we hit well, but we didn't pitch well. We pitched well, but we didn't play defense well. We played pitched and played defense well, but we didn't hit well, you know. So there's all the facets of the game that I think when this group is able to put it all together at some point in time, I think we got a chance to be a, a pretty good team. You mentioned But this. we've just been wishy-washy, up and down, you know, can't find a rhythm. You know, like you said, two wins in a row, three losses in a row. It's just, you know, and being able to close out games, you know, we, uh, we've lost three games so far this year by a run. Ironically enough, all scores were six to five, and in all three games we had a lead before we ended up losing at the very at the very end. So it's been it's been a tough road, but at the same time there's a lot of a lot of lessons to be learned in the process. You mentioned the seniors. You had 14 of them last year, which for any coach is obviously going to be hard to reload after that. Is this season more of a learning process for yourself along with kind of the players on the team too? Well, not not as much I wouldn't think, but just because we I tell you what we did. We've we we put a lot of stock and investment in the time that we spend together. And, you know, as soon as that season was over with, you know, it was time to, to go ahead and reload. And so we, we, unlike a lot of teams these days, of course, you know, when you're in a rural scenario, you know, we, if our kids are going to play baseball in summer, we, we've got to have a team. You know, we don't have a lot of guys that farm off into a lot of these travel programs. We got one or two, but what we did was we kept our kids together. We played American Legion baseball and we, you know, we, we had our grow, a lot of our growing pains that happened at the beginning of summer, you know, just trying to, cause we got to replace nine people. You know, first of all, right off the bat on the field, you know, you got to have a new guy at every single position. Um, but you know, what I saw our kids do, I saw our kids get progressively better from point A to point B, which would be the beginning of the summer to the end. And then, you know, you start your fall program, you know, even though you're probably going to lose your football players and your basketball players, the ones that we had down there, the things that we're able to do in the fall, and I've just progr- I've seen this kid, this team get progressively better as we've gone. And so instead of looking at it as a rebuild or a start over, or we're all trying to learn. I feel like some of the pieces are in place. It's just a matter of getting these guys that many reps because you know, and not to by no means to make an excuse, but when you look at the course of the last two and a half years. You know, these guys that lost their, it would have been their sophomore season with a 2020, uh, you know, the whole COVID shutdown, that was a full year of JV, what would have been a full year of the summer before that leading into last year. So for a lot of these guys, they, you know, they're, they're just trying to, these are the first reps they've gotten in varsity action where, like, it really matters. You know what I mean? We're talking with head coach Philip King of the Warren County Pioneers baseball program right here on the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, you are in a new district this year, and it is an interesting one, especially this year. There's only four teams, and you're playing everybody three times kind of throughout the season. Right now, everybody's two and two. Is it kind of expected before the season that this was going to be a really competitive district? 
I think so, yeah. Um, actually, we're playing each other four times. Hmm. We're, we're doing a uh, two-game series, you know, and then we do it again. Like, for, So, for us, we played Shevel the first two games last week, and then this week was two a back to, home-and-home, back-to-back game with Coffee County. And then Monday and Tuesday, we've got Frank County, and then we start the whole process all over again for the next three weeks. But, uh, so, you know, the – Probably going into it, I think the expectations were that Coffee County was a team that probably had, you know, probably more talent than everybody, but they've got a new coach. So I understand that there's some growing pains in that process too when a guy takes over. And, uh, but the thought of it being a competitive district, yeah, I knew it was going to be to start with because before I came to, you know, Warren County, of course I'm from here, but I'd coached at other places and I spent a lot of time in that district, eight AAA that was forever. Frank County, Coffee County, Columbia, Lawrence County, Lane County, Shovel, Tullahoma. Um, and you know what? It was always competitive. In, in that district, it was anybody could win top to bottom, one through seven on any given night. And so Chase Jones at Shelbyville was my assistant coach when I was at Coffee County a long time ago. And he actually did a great job there for a long time before he went to Grundy County. So you, you know going into it that even if Shovel's young, they're going to be well coached. And Mike Croslin at Franklin County – is a guy that you know, he was a longtime head coach at Vol State, so he's they're going to be well coached. So you know, going into it, you know that that it's going to be a league where everybody's going to be competitive against each other. And when you see the results so far, I mean, <laughs> through two sets, everybody's straight up even. <laughs> I, I thought that was kind of interesting when looking at it, and uh, thank you for correcting me on that. And it, you get to play a team four times throughout the season, and got to think that's pretty different from last year. You're going to get to know them really well. How does that change things maybe when prepping for those district games this year? Well, that's, you, that's a good question because I think what you got to do is, you, you know, you can, you can potentially pick up a tendency on somebody, especially by that third or fourth game. And then when you really look at it, let's say we've all played each other four times, it makes for an interesting tournament because what it's going to end up being to me is when you when you see everybody's one and two and then you see probably that first or even second relief pitcher, you know, probably going into the tournament, you've seen a handful of guys already and you know what they can do. I think the real trick is going to be if you've got guys beyond that that you can come in and surprise somebody with. So I think depth matters. And, uh, and of course, with, with the league being as good as it is, you know, you just got to be at that point in time where guys are on the same page, where you're executing your plays, you're running them how you want to, because obviously, and you look at the scores too, you know, we're, we're, we're one run against Shelbyville away from being three and one. You know, we had a five three lead going to the top of seventh and we, we blew that one. And, uh, you know, we could be sitting in a catbird seat, but it really wouldn't all that matter, matter all that much because you got to go through them again. So, you try to pick up on any little little advantage that you can as it goes. But it does make an interest because you see, you see the other teams a lot of times. That is head coach Philip King with the Warren County Pioneers baseball program. They're taking on White County this afternoon, which you can listen to on News Talk 94.1. Coach, we appreciate the time. Good luck today. Okay. Hey, thanks a bunch. Anytime you let me know, man. Anytime I can get a chance to promote my kids, I'm happy to. Welcome back here on the High School Playbook. We're joined now by Jordan Webb. He's the head coach for the Cookville Lady Cavaliers softball program. Coach 4-4 four and four entering this weekend's tournament at Kingsport. You fell to a very good White County, a very good Green Hill team earlier in the week, and I kind of want to go back to those games. Just kind of take me through those. It was a very close loss against White County, 1-0, to and then Green Hill was close, and then they were able to kind of break it open late. It seems like offensively you guys have started off the year pretty well, but maybe the pitching is uh, trying to kind of get into the thick of things. Yeah, two tough games earlier in the week. White County is a very good team, uh, excellent pitcher. 
Um, I think even at this point in time, she might be leading the state in strikeouts. Um, and then Green Hill, another tough game, was close, like you said. Um, very good hitting team. And, uh, you know, our pitching, our pitching's coming along. We've had some rough stretches where, just like against Green Hill, good hitting team, they put up, you know, seven runs or six runs in the top of the seventh there. They had 19 hits in the game. You know, they're putting the ball in play hard. Um, you know, we've we've had some games where we've pitched well. We've had some games where we've got knocked around a little bit, um, you know, but we're steadily improving in those areas. Coach, what's the makeup of the team this year? Is it a senior-laden team, or do you have some younger players on the squad? What's it look like this season? Well, we're, yeah, we're extremely young this year. We've got, uh, we've only got one senior, Shelby Radford, um, and then I don't have any juniors, and then I've got, uh, I've got the rest sophomore and freshman, and and right now I've got, uh, I want to say three or four freshmen that are kind of rotating in the starting lineup and, uh, you know, and then sophomores that got a fair amount of playing time last year. So yeah, we're on the younger side and in terms of, um, high school softball, you know, obviously our experience level isn't, isn't quite there. Like some of these teams that have a lot of seniors and juniors, but, uh, we're like, same thing. We're improving. We're getting better each and every day. And, um, we've got a very, a very tough squad. They're they're they don't mind to get in there and mix it up, and they're not uh, they're not uncomfortable in certain situations. They're just uh, kind of ready to get after it. So you know, a lot of positive things. Coach, what's that like in practice? You mentioned the one senior in Shelby who's obviously going to kind of be that senior leader the whole year, trying to kind of take uh, the younger players with her as the season goes on. But I got to think, obviously, for the years to come, that's going to be exciting because then you're going to have a lot of talent going forward the next two years. But wh- when you're in practice and you're trying to develop as this season goes on, is it more of a development year and try to have fun type of year? Are you guys trying to get some wins this year as well? Oh, we're definitely trying to be competitive and trying to get as many wins as possible. And that's one of the good things about the group that I have is – is they're they're hard nosed and they're gritty and they're competitive, um, you know. But on the on the flip side of that, yeah, there's a lot of learning going on and um, the confidence level in themselves and in, and with the team, you know, is a little bit on the lower side because of that lack of experience and just being on the younger side. I've noticed in practice situations you're asking about. Um, you know, they take a little bit more, uh, you have to direct them to do things and and you need to, you need to lead them in the direction you want versus when you've got a little bit of an older team, sometimes those senior players, those older players take, take that and they kind of lead the younger ones. They maybe get, uh, get them warmed up a little sooner, or they take charge in certain situations. Um, especially when, when a, a play develops, those, those senior players take charge and our younger girls are still a touch hesitant and they're, they're getting better. They got better last year as freshmen, you know, and the, the sophomores this year are taking a little bit more charge of, of situations and, and learning to be leaders on and off the field. So yeah, it's a work in progress, but uh, I'm, I'm extremely pleased with the amount of work that they put in. And I'm extremely pleased with uh, their competitive spirit. We're talking with head coach Jordan Webb of the Cookville Lady Cavaliers softball program right here on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, those younger players kind of catapulted into a new district this year. How's this district going to be different for you guys jumping up to Class 4A? 
Well, this district is is a tough district as well. Um, the district we were in before with White County and with Warren County and with Ray County, you know, those were three very good quality teams and and tough games year in and year out. And this year's uh, this year's no different. The difficult part about this year is we are obviously traveling a little farther, and we've never seen these teams before. Maybe here and there we've played Lebanon, but um, facing Green Hill the other night, that's the first time we've ever laid eyes on them. Um, we saw Wilson Central a week and a half ago at a tournament, and same thing, we didn't know what to expect, and we had never seen their players. So it, the learning curve is uh, is there. It's 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 a tough situation when you're walking in and you don't know what to expect and you've never seen any of their players before. Um, and, and it's very competitive. I mean, they're, they're very good quality teams and we're going to have to, uh, we're going to have to step up our game and we're going to have to, uh, you know, be ready to go game in and game out. I guess kind of going off of that, you mentioned you've got a young squad. You're taking on a lot of new teams in practice. What are you guys focusing on? Is it more on yourselves trying to develop yourselves, or in, are you kind of getting ready for those other teams as well, maybe a little bit of scouting in the process? Well, I think it's a little bit of both. Um, we are we are looking to obviously hone in on our skills and, and improve our plate appearances, improve our hitting, um, same with on the pitching side of it. We're always working to um, get better, and, and I think each and every team and players are, are kind of going in that direction. You know, but at the same time, yeah, we're we're definitely looking at the other teams and and trying to figure out, okay, well, what do we need to do, and where do we need to get better in order to compete, in order to beat these teams? Um, playing Green Hill the other night, we learned a lot about them, and. Um, and we we played them close for seven innings, and and then they ran away with it there in the top of the seventh. But I think going forward, now we know what to expect, and we know who their their good players, their star players are, and we can we can attack them a little bit differently next time. I think that's head coach Jordan Webb with the Cookville Lady Cavaliers softball program. Coach, we appreciate the time. Good luck going forward in the season. Thank you, sir. I appreciate the call. Thanks for having me.